1: The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number
2: two, a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Ladies and gentlemen, in studio version, unscripted, with the crack man, Bill
1: Crackenberger with his intro right. music. Man, what was the last time you were in studio? Uh, I think I've been in maybe once or twice, maybe since the pandemic, and that, that's about it. Yeah, so that's two years. Yeah,
2: because yeah. you did come in. I remember I there was in. a
1: moment you were you felt yeah hurt.
2: yeah yeah but no, now it, you're feeling comfortable. The world is open. Yeah, but you know I still yeah still clean the whole area. You're I mean you're a germaphobe by yeah. nature. Oh, yeah. Even you were a mask wearer in planes before. Not a mask
1: wearer, but I did clean all the things in the seat rest, and people looked at me, looked at me strange. And for years, um, but yeah, now, I'm a now, sanitizer guy, and
2: now not to do that feels like it's you know
1: ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hate wearing masks now. Though so after the mask, I'm so glad the mask uh, thing was was lifted here. Yeah, man. In New Jersey, uh, they, they stopped it like eight months before in Nevada or six months before. Um, I'm so glad I don't have to wear a mask now. I will wear them on a plane. Um, I will. For... Wear... So I, that's. I, I will agree with you. I think. I
2: think forever. I will wear them on planes, yeah. and I will wear them in in situations where I feel like, uh, you know, where you feel uncomfortable. Right. 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 But generally speaking, you know, never again.
1: Gil, wasn't it getting crazy though during the pandemic? You seen people with like beekeepers hats oh. and and like oh. plastic shields and. And, um, My
2: brother looked like he was welding when he would get on a plane. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, a welder. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I, it's it's just almost like thinking about it is like we we're, we weren't even living on planet Earth.
2: I'm reading Chrissy's book, Chris Andrews' mm-hmm. second, second book. book. Yeah, yep. then one year, which and I spoke to Chrissy about it yesterday uh, after the show. But for those who, who who don't know, Chris's first book, then one day, which came out and is is about really funny and poignant Vegas stories. Um, We used to do story time on the podcast and the beginning of the book podcast is very similar to that, but like in written form and there's other stories. This one, then one year, wasn't what he initially intended it to be, right? He started writing this during the pandemic and it just sort of became a journal of, from his perspective as a bookmaker, day by day during the pandemic. And it's to read it back. Wow. And you and I were here with Parlay the morning. We were here that day. The morning of the conference tournament. They started re-
1: canceling one at a time. Oh, man. It was amazing. Yeah. They actually started a game because when I left that the day. The Big East had a game. The Big East had a game that day, oh, and that? it stopped at halftime. I want to
2: say St. John's. St. John's it was. They yeah. pulled them off the court. It, we came out of the show, and <sighs> yeah. and, they, and they pulled them off at halftime. That's right. It really was.
1: So Chris's book, his second book, um, which I didn't read, is it is it like a, a lot of the old stories too? The same things mixed in, or is it more? Of- uh,
2: no, it's it's a little different. It's it, it was intended to be something else. By the way, he will probably have another you know then one you know then another day kind of thing right, where he right. tells more stories. But this just took on a life of its own. I don't want to speak for Chris, but it took on a life of its own. It wasn't what it was intended to be, and so it, it essentially becomes a a. a a journal of what he, you know, it's like, oh well, we thought we were gonna be able to release this tomorrow, but guess what? This guy can't, you know, it's it's but it's it's fascinating how we forget all of the things that went down. Like there was a three month period, remember, once it started, once we left, March through June and July, where it was just the most bizarre things. People were betting on all kinds of random stuff that we would never have ping pong. Yeah, crazy stuff. Betting. Ping pong still does well in Colorado, wow, apparently. really? They're still betting p- table tennis. Huh. You, didn't, you never did
1: that. No. Never did that. No. Uh, that, that's stuff that seems like it could be easily corruptible. Or in you think? Yeah. <laughs> what, was it Russian stuff? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was. In, re- in retrospect, yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, you know what I wanted to talk to you about? I mentioned sure. this earlier. So and you and I have probably talked about this once a year, but I'm curious. So I bring it up. It's sort of my public service uh, to, to people who fill out brackets. I always say I go, forget your brackets, play a survivor pool. Like I always say, I was like, you know, you'll never, you'll never fill out a bracket again. Cause survivors like multi-dimensional chess in, in March Madness. Were you ever part of these off the grid? And this is East coast guy to East coast guy. Yeah. Cause this was a, this was an off the grid thing in the East coast that became so big that the feds ended up shutting it down. Staten
1: Island, New York. There you go. You know York. what I'm talking about. Yeah.
2: So we used to be in this survivor pool. Now, uh, trust me, we weren't, we weren't the ones organizing it. We were probably sure. like the bajillionth people it trickled sure. down to. Sure. But it got so big, and this is – I just wanted to say to people, the survivor pools are so great because in those days and, – and by the way, DraftKings runs an above-the-board survivor pool, which is awesome that they do that. But those off-the-grid ones – they didn't used to set the, the, the deadline in the morning. They used to set it right before the last tip of the night on the first night of March Madness. So essentially what you could do is keep re-upping, keep entering over and over and over again because you would try because they were upset rewarded. You would try to, to uh, hit on upsets all day long Thursday, so that if you advanced to Friday, you would already have a leg up on the competition, basically. But if none of your upsets got in, you would just keep putting money in. And so it got massive. Anyway, you remember these things. Of
1: course. Oh, yeah. These were, uh, you know, the Super Bowl box pools were one thing, Mm -hmm. uh, which every bar in Staten Island maybe had. You know, I say Staten Island. It's all over the country. But, for some reason, back east where it's yes. it's just instilled in us. Just to, so steeped yeah, in the culture. Fact, when you win one of these one of these box pools or one of these things now, <laughs> you don't even get handed hundred percent of the money. You get ninety percent. They take their tip out. Because you're supposed to tip a guy ten percent. That's not the way it even works in New York. You get literally if you win ten grand, you get nine grand. They can, don't even they don't, Can <laughs> I tell you something? That's yeah. why I stopped doing those brackets though. Yeah. Because I, I would it's a 10% do this. ten percent house edge. Well, ten percent I would By
2: the time, like I saw there was this one bracket, it was also like an East Coast massive thing, yeah. right? And I remember placing one year, and I did get some money, but, but it got to the point where their rake was so rake. ridiculous, right? It was like, right. f- by the end, it was like 40% yeah. they were taking. I'm like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. Yeah. If I beat 5,000 other people in yeah. this you're only giving me 60 percent I'm not playing this again it's stupid it's
1: amazing these places these yeah. these new legal places they get involved in the same kind of thing did you I'm sure did you see the circa for the Super Bowl the box you could pick your own yeah. box yeah zero 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 three mm-hmm. you could pick your own I, they said it did great they're getting they're, oh well yeah sure they're yeah. getting involved you know what of course it did. It looks so much better. It looks so much right. easier. I made copies on my phone. Was showing my buddies back east. It looks so much. Oh my God! Zero zero is paying fifty to one. That's easy. Like yeah. you know, or whatever it may be. It looked. It looks so much more appetizing than it is. I'm sure the household was tremendous. And they'll do it every year. Uh, but I would just say this. Good old draft DraftKings for doing a survivor pool because. And again, I, I've said it before,
2: and I, I make it a point to say it. To be repetitive about this, but it is. It is the – I've always said it's the most fun betting vehicle of anything because NFL survivor, that – you know how much I love that. Pick a team, can't pick them again. NCAA March Madness, you usually have to – I don't know what the DraftKings rules are specifically when their deadline is, if it's in the morning or night. But usually you have to – have most of these are run. You have to pick a couple teams the first couple days because there's so many games. And typically they'll be upset rewarded, but the whole, and so that's a key strategic thing to remember. It's that they're upset rewarded. You get more points for picking an upset, but the key is it's multidimensional. It's it's three-dimensional, I should say, because unlike the NFL... This is a bracket. And so, because it's a bracket, you have to make sure you have the proper teams left remaining at the end.
1: Wow. That's some cool strategy there. Oh, it's
2: the, it's oh, yeah. the best thing. I've never
1: thing done ever. that. But I've never done this college oh. basketball type, but it does sound fun. It's it phenomenal. sounds better than just filling out one of those brackets and the same thing that everyone so, does. So, show, think
2: about year. last year. Like last year, going into the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, I was ahead in mine, right? Which is not, it was a few hundred, wasn't that? So, I'm like it perched good. But the problem is, is unless you get Baylor beating Gonzaga in the final, right, 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 you might as well, you know, you might be in first place heading into the you know the the, the second weekend, but it doesn't matter because again, if if you ended up even if you ended up having Baylor and Gonzaga match up, imagine if you if you save them for the end and you're still there. If Gonzaga had won, the people that that picked Gonzaga they would have split a pot you know many sure. times more ways sure. than the people who were had the onions to go Baylor and who ended up winning by big margin. They ended up splitting. Was
1: there a few winners? Oh, with Baylor. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they got a
2: lot of money, those guys. Okay. So, I mean, it was just, it's just an awesome vehicle for Wow, March that's Madness. cool. And
1: DraftKings is doing it this year.
2: DraftKings is doing it again. Check the rules. Exactly. I mean, I
1: had, I had John Avello on my podcast and thanks to you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, I asked him, John, when are you guys coming, when are you coming to Vegas, and He what said, he we're working on it. You know, that uh, was his,
2: that was as, as a uh, you know specific what? as he got.
1: Yeah. it It, you know, we need it here again. We do. Man. We really do. We do. Um, I'm going to be back east for March Madness because of, you know, uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, Barstool, those, those three uh, places that actually do let me bet. Um, matter of fact, at the counters, at resorts where DraftKings is, at the counter at Bally's where uh, FanDuel is, it's almost just bring your money. I mean I know the apps restrict people and even even I'm restricted on the FanDuel and finally after finally uh restricted on on the bar stool a little bit uh but they still give me a decent bet um at the counter though I, I mean I was I was betting 5000 a game on uh, on no problem on, uh, yeah they they were taking it at the counter at both, both spots I was betting Literally, I bet four thousand. I could just remember on a, on a, on a prop on a football on, on the Super Bowl.
2: The thing about that is, so so people who are listening to you, is, most of the audience, I'm like, well, five thousand, Bill. I don't have five thousand to bet a game. But the one thing that I would say is just the different things you can bet on. Right. So again, we've talked about this before. There's a too cool for school element here in Vegas that is like, oh, they limit you on this and they limit you on that, and we take what. Yeah, but you don't offer what they offer. And right. people like to bet random stuff. Yeah. And so that's why when we talk about, you know, who's going to be the number one pick in the draft, who's going to be, uh, you know, who's going to break the the combine 4.29, you know, mark in, in the 40 yard dash. You can these other places can like scoff at at these books that offer these for low limits. But people like betting on well stuff to be like fair
1: that. on that kind of stuff. Yeah. The smaller market sports. I'm more talking in the bigger sports. I know you are. The, right. the, the smaller market sports. You're not going to get more than thousand dollars in no. you prop. Even. But someone even texted me and said the kiosks were just cut down.
2: But that's fine for most people,
1: though. Yeah, we got to text. That's fine for everyone. Absolutely. Ninety-nine yeah, percent yeah. of the world. Great. For sure. Right.
2: And then, so I think that's that's why we need them more than anything. I yep. think. Uh, we'll come back more unscripted with the Crackman. Bill Krackenberger, at Bill Crackman with the K.
0: Numbers Game Visa the Sports Betting Network. Terms and conditions apply. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22.
1: It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve
0: theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at FinishYourDiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
1: A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson. Let's go Matt Humans on the job, Tim Murray, Jeff Parlay, Wes Reynolds, all college basketball experts on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at vison.com slash madness. Adam Burke also knows his college basketball. He'll be on the show tomorrow. Bill, what do you do? Like do you, so you and I have had this discussion before. When I would ask you, okay, the whole calendar year, what's your favorite thing to bet at, at your favorite time of year? And you, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, college early season college basketball yep. is often your answer.
1: Early season college basketball, but I, I do get excited for, for March Madness too. Yeah, uh, I go back east and I have, have my my real friends are there. You know, um, isn't that funny? Yeah, I'm gonna feel the same way. Yeah, the yeah. plastic ones out here I leave and on the West Coast, but the real ones are there, and 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 they're my guys, and and uh, we have a good time. I usually get us a big table, or you know, have every night's a, a kind of an event, you know. So, um, I had I had Vic Salerno uh, who used to own Leroy's here, which now he now owns, um, I think, U.S. Uh, U.S. Bets. U.S. Bets, whatever. Yeah. yeah. He owns a company, and and he, he opened up the sports book right now, actually. It's opening this week in New Jersey at Ocean Casino, which uh, had U- a William Hill there. Now that William Hill's gone, his company's in there booking bets. U.S. Bookmaking. Whatever. U.S. Bookmaking. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, U.S. Bookmaking. And I'm looking forward to that. I want to see what kind of a setup they have there. Uh, he told me they're going to be taking bets, and then, and they're uh, they're just a new book, another out for me. Did you say you had him on the pod? I had him on my podcast, on my, uh, my Wy- Wisecracks wise Cracks pod. We should uh, pump wise um, Wisecracks with John Orlando. With John Orlando, yep, yep. yep. Uh, I went to dinner with John and Tony Orlando the other night. Did you really? Yeah, it was so just a, it was like a three and a half hour dinner, old school dinner. We went up to the um, there's a little mom and pop restaurant. It's not little, but it's. Uh, the Tuscany Grill oh, yeah. up in Henderson and, and uh, it turned into a three and a half hour dinner and just just to sit back and I know how to do that just just like when I had Tony on my podcast which is normally an hour long mm-hmm. he went two hours and 15 minutes of stories he tells how old and, is Tony um, Orlando by the way 77 I believe well that's younger than I would have guessed yeah, 77 or 78 it might be, it might be 78 he's going to be here in April first week of April so um, he told a story the other night at dinner and I said Tony how can you not tell that story when we're on the show for two and a half hours uh, he was with Frank Sinatra at dinner at Caesar's Palace when Frank's mom's plane crashed coming here. She passed. She died in a oh, plane crash. I didn't know that. Frank Frank's Frank's private plane was flying her from Palm Springs to here to have, to have her see the show. You know, forty-five minute flight. I've never heard that. Before. She, crashed. that. she crashed. She wow. crashed and died. Yeah, and, and into a mountain there in fog in Palm Springs. Tony was with him when he got that message, and Tony was talking about that and how Frank went on that night was amazing. How do you go on after your mom just the, passed? The show in? went on. And he said that. He said the show must go on. And people paid for me. And and uh, you know it was just a good. It was a good story he told. Whew. Then he told a story about Cher when Sonny and Cher broke up. And then um, Sonny and Cher breaks up. Cher's on her own. Uh, has never performed before, and Tony had a charity benefit. and He had Bob Hope with him, and he had Cher. Well, Cher was the final act to go on, and she wouldn't go on. She goes, I've never sung without Sonny. And Tony had to talk her in there. Cher, you got to get out there. These people came to see you. She, she had a panic attack. She didn't want to go on. Tony made her go on. I said, well, Tony. Made 300 million since then. I'm just in case you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know you gave it a boost. I guess you know wet your beak a little bit, everybody.
2: Not nearly as, uh, as sexy a story as we share. I had to at a KML summer jam when I used to be a music radio. Uh, when Maya, does anybody remember the R&B singer Maya? Nobody. No one just me. Okay, never mind. But I had to like almost coax her on stage. She was the first appearance in front of. Uh, big crowd and stuff. And I just remember saying, no, it's going to be gotta, fine.
1: Gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's cool too. Tony stories of legendary. I mean, old school stuff. A lot of guys don't know these names and uh, you know, like, he was good friends <clears throat> with Bobby Darren. He told me some stories um, the other day about him and John Wayne. He was hanging out with John, which, hanging out with the Duke. I mean, Jesus, oh my God. If, he went, he was, he was with John Wayne and James Cagney sitting between them um, at the first people's choice awards, which he won an award for. And um, is
2: Tony a gambler? No, nothing. Nothing. Not casino games. Not sports. Not anything.
1: No, but his manager was that stole ten million from him. Oh my god! Yeah, ten million bucks. Someone to, he trusted for a lifetime to gamble it away. Stole, stole over. Like, I think it was a little bit over ten million dollars, and literally, literally busted him. What
2: a what a common musical artist. Not gambling necessarily, but what a common music artist story. That is right, Billy Joel. Oh, my manager took all my money, right? Now, yeah. the, now the beauty for them is Tony Braxton, right? The beauty for them is they can just do a concert the next night,
1: especially those solo people. Right. Billy Joel was here the other night. I seen him. Yes, I read a thing and made three million in one night. <laughs> so he, he 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 is back to two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, they'll be but fine. But you're right. He, he, same thirty million dollars was stolen from him at the beginning. All of his money was completely broke. You're right. How was the Billy Joel concert? Fantastic. Blew yeah. me away. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Like he said, he come out there. He lost, he lost forty pounds. He was oh looked wow. great. He was really getting to be a big guy, and uh, he looked great, sounded great. The band is fantastic. His band has been what I mean, he's got the sax player. Sax player, thirty-five years. Year year I mean, yeah. Um, I, the night before I see Metallica, it's great to live in Vegas. You could just run that road and see Metallica. Metallica
2: was, one night, Billy Joel the
1: next. night. Yeah, Metallica night. was was. Um, You know, I went for somebody else. I, 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 it was, but it was. I knew a couple songs, but just a little, little too heavy for me.
2: Billy Joel's an American treasure.
1: Billy Joel was unbelievable. I mean, he sang twenty six songs, two and a half hours. I knew every song. Yes. you know? And and
2: I heard he sang "Just the Way You Are," which he doesn't typically do. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. did sing it because that was his first wife. Was about his first wife, and then um, oh yeah, he
1: he said that. Yeah, he actually mentioned about that. He did about he, his. Uh, so he typically doesn't sing it, but I guess he did sing it. Because when the, the song was over, he said, so, eh, "And she left me anyway." And she left me anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Wow, that's yeah. right. He did say. It. I didn't catch that till just now. The
2: other beauty of, of Billy Joel is is uh, he he has like hundred and twenty some songs in his entire catalog, and unlike some of these other aging artists. Billy Joel is very comfortable with saying to people, "I got 126. Let's say it's 126. 126 songs. That's it. I got no more. Right. So it's not like he's trying to add new music. and No, he's not adding you. Since
1: '93, I think he said I haven't had. Yeah. And it's you know, but uh, he sang the 26 songs that he sang was just fantastic. His band is great. Like I said, that was a really fun night. You know, he's going to be 73 years old in two months. So thinking about that, when I'm you know we were kids growing up with Billy Joel, Elton John, these guys are in their 70s now. Wow.
2: So how many of these artists, though, like when they're doing Vegas things like because because there's a I don't know if I want to mention his name, but there's a big artist, huge artist today that does residencies in Vegas. Right. And there's a rumor about him that the reason that he does Vegas residencies seemingly in perpetuity is because he loses a lot of money gambling. Oh, wow. And that's his way of paying back the casino. Do you huh. know anything about that?
1: No, I, I posted a Ticket of a picture of Drake on my phone the other day. Not no? him. Not him. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drake was betting two hundred thousand dollars of roulette. Oh, I t- t- talk to us about this.
2: This is interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's a real photo. It was really from area. I mean, it was right there in front of. It, he, he was betting a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars a spin on roulette. I mean, I don't know how much money this kid has. I know he's got maybe hundreds of millions, but it doesn't matter what you have if you can blow if you can blow two hundred thousand a spin, you can go broke. Drake.
2: Yeah. Canadian Drake yes he of a bar mitzvah when he was thirteen years oh, old wow. he's betting two hundred thousand dollars yes. a roulette spin
1: mm-hmm. that area yeah he's now he's covering most of the board so there's this oh boy I'm gonna get into a subject here but that's what we do uh-huh. um, there's a roulette system that you can actually get paid every spin you can you know it's still going to be negative EV because the game is negative EV but if you're Trying to play that, it's an offset system. Basically, you'll play all the numbers and you'll play the boxes. You'll make, you can bring it down to a low percentage. A lot of the wise guys do that. They look for a slow-moving roulette table or a slow-moving crap table. The reason why you're playing that is to gain entry into the, a giant tournament or maybe you're getting a walk-in cash amount or a bonus or some kind of a perk that is equal to more than you're going to uh, lose at the roulette table long term. It looked like he was doing something like that. I mean he had every number covered, but he had twenty five thousand on a couple numbers straight up, which that's amazing that they would book that kind of money. Um, so he had like four <laughs> numbers, twenty thousand a number. Um, but he he left out zero, one, two, and three, and I believe thirty four thirty five thirty six that's the seven numbers he left out.
2: So you were observing what he was doing
1: yeah if he if he, if, he lo- if, he, if one of those seven numbers comes out, yeah. He loses all the money. He loses the two hundred thousand, which is easily to happen. Sure, very easy to happen. Sure, um, and, and and you know, I'm not really sure he's a numbers guy. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't doing that negative offset. He was just, he's just gambling. But though,
2: though he does know the square root of uh, sixty nine is a sign. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> so he, point that out. He, uh, it's, it's amazing how people love that stuff. Literally, I had 250,000 impressions on that video. I'll give an instructional video how to buy on and off of a number. No one some, will care. And I get 20,000. <laughs> I get 250,000 impressions, 500 and some likes. Because it's Drake, man. Cause it's Drake, yeah. Degrassi High. Yeah. That's amazing. He I mean, was at
2: the Aria? What, what night was this?
1: Uh, That was uh, last week. So it was about, a, about a week ago. Oh, I wasn't yeah, here. About a, about a week ago. Yeah, yeah, close to your home there. Oh, you know right. it, you because it was your home. It was my home for a long, yeah, a long time. Yeah, literally
2: yeah. like a what a, a seven iron away from yeah, uh, a
1: seven iron. Is exactly right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how is oh, over there it's packed up? Right, the casino. These casinos are packed. Oh, wait, we got to go, we got to go to break, but we'll talk okay. about it after yeah. break.
2: They are. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment and say more packed than ever before, but I think they're more packed than ever before. Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that. We'll come back. By the way, Lewis Riddick getting a uh, interview with the Steelers for a GM opening. We're seeing how about that? Formerly from the Monday Night Booth, of course, at ESPN. Coming back unscripted, more with the Crack Man.
0: A numbers game with Gil
2: Alexander
1: on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Before you make, uh, you make rather, your next college basketball bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, Over, Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Gil Alexander with Bill Krakenberger in studio, unscripted with The Crack Man uh, you can follow him at Bill Crackman with the K, the Wise Cracks podcast available. We're all podcast distributed. Uh, he does with John Orlando, uh, Elliot Bowman, who's filling in for uh, Jeff Parlay. Uh, was reminding us that uh, Drake also had that bet during the Super Bowl, A million dollars on his buddy Odell Beckham Jr. to score a touchdown, and sure yeah. enough, he did.
1: Yeah, no, no, he, he he's a gambler. Yeah, yeah, I'm rooting for him. I mean, I, I try to help him though. I like to like to try to help the guy. I mean, you know, let's go to the blackjack table. Double deck blackjack over there at the same casino that has a half percent edge just with the house card, you know the the, the card you get in the gift shop. When he's playing roulette, which is a five point two. You know, I'd
2: love to see you and Drake
1: hanging, and a half hanging out
2: in the casino. Is that yeah. crack with Drake? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? The big guys I've been around. I have a friend from uh, from the south. That's a big better. Flies here on a, on his private. Flies. He, he has his own plane too. But he he actually flies here on a plane. He was here last weekend um and uh, you know he's got a million no more than a million he's got a he's got a million and a half dollar credit line and um uh, those kind of guys can't be helped no. I, like like even no. if i go there it's a short term thing i actually go down with him hang out with him watch play watch him play blackjack he's bet 25,000 and he can bet 50,000 and he will bet the 50 on three hands which is that's a lot that's a lot of money a lot of risk a lot of exposure but uh they know his history and uh even if I tell him, you know, hey, listen, this is, we got a true count of plus 13 here. There's, you know, there's nine aces left and there's only a deck and a half left. He already fell asleep. Doesn't matter.
2: He already fell asleep. It doesn't
1: even matter. He's, he's yeah. betting what he wants, does what he wants. It's, it's more about the, the fun. And you know what, too? I've discovered that the people I've helped over the years and stuff, it's such a short-term game. Yes. That it, it, if you lose that hand oh. – Sure, they'll blame you. Yeah, and say I won or I would have. I couldn't. Uh, it doesn't matter because it's it's short term. I never ever. I just go down and have fun and hang out with the guys. And you know he does something that's great. He goes, if you "Crack, if you want five hundred or a thousand or whatever you want, two thousand. Just just tell me if you want that per hand." Mm-hmm. But you know why I can't do that? Because. They have to play properly mm-hmm. because even if I'm betting and it's an advantage situation, you have to stay verse on sixteen verse ten. You have to stay if it's a plus count like like that. If, if I'm betting, which means it's it's enough to, to bet, you have to stay on sixteen. There's situations where you stay on fifteen verse ten. It's very rare that, but uh, the the better situations are the hands you double on the hand the things you do that. Uh, that that you won't do if you're not counting. I mean there's things that you know listen this this situation is you're supposed to split tens. You know, if it's that high, usually it's a red flag for the for the for the house. If you're splitting tens, normally either you're a card counter or you're just a stone cold sucker. But it's just something I'm, I wouldn't do that because it would draw too much attention to him. And you
2: don't want the hassle of that conversation yeah. with him. And all
1: yeah, I yeah, I don't uh, want yeah. the hassle of yeah. it because he's not. He'll want to play his basic strategy sure. and hit the sixteen versus ten when you're not supposed to hit it. So I would rather just watch him have fun.
2: Let me ask you about something else that uh, I saw your Twitter. So Doyle Brunson had a tweet. Yeah. And uh, and you you took uh, the opportunity to sort of uh, say something. Say yeah. something. So explain. To Let people me read Doyle original... Brunson's tweet yeah.
1: first. It, it's on my Twitter page. Uh, Doyle Brunson said that S O B tried to kill me. Thank you, Benny Binion, with a picture of Tony the Ant For people that don't know, Tony the Ant was the Nicky Santoro character in the movie Casino, where Robert De, De Niro, Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci played. Uh, Nikki Santoro which is which was based on Tony the ant which looks just like I mean Pesci did an unbelievable job um, so he was basically the crime boss here in town at the time and this made me think of a story I was I, about a year and a half ago I put a picture on my Twitter of Billy Baxter and I I was at a breakfast breakfast shop up in Henderson where I ran into Billy Baxter uh, Green Valley actually and um we started talking I, I actually wound up sitting down with him for a half hour and we talked and he tells the greatest stories he's he really does um i actually should ask him to come in my pod i'm sure he will uh he told me a, he told me this story but i would never tell it because it wasn't out there so it's a one of those stories that's funny kind of funny could have been more, more sad but so billy tells me he says well and you know you got to understand billy's from augusta georgia you, you know the the way he tells the story he said <laughs> you know I ran into that guy, and he told me, you go tell that fatty, because that was his nickname. Fatty was, was, his, was Doyle's nickname, that I am going to take a knife. I'm going to start below his belly button and keep on going up until I get to his throat. If you don't start paying me, you guys are booking in this town. He was booking, you know, Doyle was booking, I guess, or whatever it may be. I don't know. You know, this is back, back then. You know, fifty years ago, Statue of limitations. We could talk about that. But he was making money on the side, yeah. And and it was his town. And he wasn't getting it. He wasn't getting his taste. So now Doyle goes to Benny Binion, who was his longtime friend, um, as protection powerhouse in town. Betty Binion. And tells Benny, and Benny throws his hands in the air. He goes, oh, no, not with this guy. So he calls him up and says, uh, hey, Benny. Uh, I'm sorry. He says, hey, hey, uh, Tony, will you do me a favor? I've never asked you for one. Can you do me a favor and give Doyle a pass? you give him a pass on this, on this situation we have? And, do- and Benny did not, did not know if he was going to give him a pass. This guy was a nut, total crazy maniac, serial killer. Um, and he gave him a pass. But then Tony went to him and said, and made fun of them. He's like, Tony, Tony goes to them and said, You ran to Benny, you this and that. And I don't want to say the words on air. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, just, it was just the story that it was. He says, The way that, that what, what year Billy that? explained it, it was you tell him I'm going to start below his belly button and just keep <laughs> on going up till the next. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Just, uh, and, and, and the way he said it was great. I love Billy Baxter. Billy Baxter has some of the greatest stories of, some of the greatest Billy Walters stories. I mean, literally, Billy Walters literally lived in Baxter's casita in the back of his house when he first came to town. There's a lot. Of, Billy Baxter's got the greatest stories, and I'm telling you, Why he's a Do- legend. too. Why
2: did Doyle feel comfortable
1: t- tweeting this out now? I have no idea. I have no. Matter of fact, people said that. People said like, why you know?" Um, it, it's uh, the, the matter of fact. I went to dinner last night with an old school guy, eighty-one year old guy. Oh, I ran it. Told you, I ran it to Roxy too last night. It was yeah. pretty cool. Um, That's always best, the best dressed guy in town. Best dressed but guy. I, I'm over at the the Westgate last night. Went to dinner with a guy that um, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a legendary guy in this town. I went to dinner with him and and uh, his family last night, uh, up to Benny Hana, which I haven't been to in many years. And how much uh, fun is Benny Hana? It was it? cool. Yeah, it's it awesome. was cool. It was cool. And we, but my. By the way, packed. These play. <laughs> that tell you COVID about COVID schmovid? This town is uh, packed. You can't move at Benihana, and Benihana is giant. That's so, about
2: the time I was, So, it, Felika Wishnev and I are at Benihana. This is a true story. Oh, okay. Felika Wishnev and I are at Benihana, and uh, Wishnev, you know, because he's talkative. Yeah, Todd was, He's trying. He's trying to talk. <laughs> he's trying to talk to the uh, couple seated next to me. It's this man and this woman, and he says to the woman, "He goes, oh, um, ha- how old is your son?" And she goes, "That's my husband." Oh, wow. Or no, was the other way where he like made her yeah. feel young, or yeah. he made her feel old. Oh wow! He's like, oh, was your husband, or whatever it was, oh, and he completely. Him, Todd Wishnev. Yeah, yeah, he completely well, stepped into it. Yeah. I
1: know it can't be Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's be. <laughs> we were dying. Uh, oh wow! I think but, I
2: botched that story, but basically no, he. But I basically, get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: You yeah. yeah, quieted him up for me.
2: Anyways, so you're at Benihana.
1: I was at Benihana just telling some legendary stories with, with a buddy of mine in that 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 lives in town. And um, he, he used to – he was a very powerful man back in the day. And he's good friends with all these – he was good friends with all these guys, including Spalatro. I mean, he, the stories he tells me about Spalatro. And Spalatro's right-hand man was a name, guy named by the name of uh, one of the brotherhood here, Herbie Weinstein. Wow. That was uh, mm. that was his – but Herbie Weinstein was not just a businessman. Herbie Weinstein was the, the killer. Oh, yeah, he looks like a scary guy if you Google him. But he, he was uh, – and he tells me some stories about that. But – um, the story about Doyle saying what he did—it it opened it up and made me talk about the the way this town used to be. I know sometimes they don't, maybe don't want you to. Uh, talk about that kind of stuff, and you know, sometimes the town, uh, that underbelly of the town, they want to try to forget that stigmata or whatever it may be about the town, but that's what we're, we were based on guys like Benny Binion, who basically ran his own little law and order. He was really an a, a unbelievable man. His, but matter of fact, his book is a book he has out. It's probably the last book I read. Fantastic book that Benny Binion had, and uh, it, it just very, very... Kurt very uh, open about. I mean, Benny used to have a loan shark in the back of the you know the back of the room. I mean, he had a loan shark sitting <laughs> on the table. Oh, I mean, it man. was just just think about um, you know the the guys that 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 that, that Benny had on the payroll. Like
2: I, like I told you, the only place you still feel like that old Vegas exists have have a have a have an interview or have a have a sit down with Nevada Gaming. Oh, still okay. feels a little. Like, really? like that scene in Casino right, where right, the right. dude goes, just remember,
1: yeah. you're a guest in our town. Right, right. You're all just our guests. You're all just our guests. Right. Mr. Rothstein, you people will never know how it really works out yeah.
2: here. <laughs> he was just trying to get a job for his for his guy. Yeah.
1: Right, right,
2: right. Mr. Rothstein. Uh, I, I have more. So are we going yeah, with, we're going to do a break. We'll get him after we got a break? Going. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll take a break. What do you, with, with, I'll let it. you think about it. Tease how it many forward.
1: people do you think make a living betting sports in Las Vegas. And we'll call after the break, we'll talk about it. How many people total? How many people can make a living? Betting? This is what my buddy brought up last night. How many, how many guys can oh. make a living in Las Vegas betting sports? Oh, this is good. Coming back, Bill Crackenberger again at Bill Crackman with the K. That's where you
2: can find him on Twitter. The name of the uh, podcast is Wise Cracks, which he does with John Orlando. Gets a really good guest too, as well. Being uh, being humble about totally that. Blessed. Coming back right here in the numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Terms and conditions apply. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22.
1: It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others
0: achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by
1: Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: BetMGM, the kick of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on a Las Vegas strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be twenty-one years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 gambler Skill Alexander, Bill Krakenberger. What is was you- the name of that app? <laughs> <laughs> if you had uh, if you had the over at 11 and over a half 11 and a half. you're a you winner win. you're yeah. a winner
1: yeah. uh, uh, over MGM 11 matches. and a half times to him saying the word BetMGM. <laughs> uh anyway yeah so so this was an interesting question that my, that my my friend put to me um and uh this guy I went to dinner with he is a legend himself uh, I would love to bring him on one day and I hope he would come on but he he actually lived with uh went went abroad with the old man doc midland who was uh like the legend one of the legendary sports bettors in in the world um in in this country i'll put him up there in the top three actually that's what i think of oh wow oh yeah so uh this guy was you know lived in england he lived in all different places and and he was a uh he had the greatest information he had the best the very best handicappers from the uh you know he paid these guys at caltech these guys at uh, back east, and the, he he paid some really for some really good information for some programmers and stuff. This was, and these anyway. Um, he said to me, he he gave me that question last night. How many do you think make a living betting and can pay taxes, make a living on betting sports alone? Betting and sports alone. Betting so, sports alone.
2: So no other no other source of income.
1: Now it's very tough now for anyone, even the sharpest person, to do that in town because of the situation in town. You only have so many sports books compared to when I first moved to town. I think I had 16. Uh, now there's, you know, I, I think I could bet yeah. a five now.
2: So I want to, I want to try to take, I'll tell you what my educated yeah. guess is on this, mm-hmm. but I want to set the parameters on this. Yeah. So no other source of income. No other. We're source talking of about strictly betting on strictly sports, betting sports and strictly betting. You can't bet offshore. You're betting legalized in Nevada, legalized sports wagering in Nevada. Yeah. I'm curious to to see, to hear what number you guys came up with, but I will venture a guess myself. Go ahead. Fewer conservatively, fewer than 30.
1: Single digits. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I agree. I, I would say because you put the word in there, not bet the right far off places. Yes. the, the, the single you know, digits. Single digits. I would agree. Yep. It's a single digits. I would say. That's how hard it is to make a living betting sports. Yeah, anybody who guesses 100, no. you're way off. No, no, no. And
2: no. there's a lot of people who hear the guess 100 and think, oh, that's way too low. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: 100? You may go across the nation, and, and and that may be the number. Correct. 100. And yeah. that's maybe too much. Yeah. People think too much. They the, the word, and I do it myself, the word sharp literally is the biggest five-letter word in the alphabet? I think it's used too much. I use it too much. I, you, I use it way too much. Let me ask you
2: a question. Let me ask you, how many times have you ever heard that word come out of my mouth on this show in five years of this show? The answer is zero. You, know what? you don't use the word zero, zero. <laughs> for that reason yeah, w- it's used too much. On, on a numbers game, what I've tried to do over the years, to whatever success I don't know, but what I've tried to do over the years is, and I did this with Tank and I did this with, I do this with tennis. I do this with any number of little situations that come up throughout gambling is through sports betting is you have to think outside of the construct of preflop ATS, right? If there's one big message that I've ever given on this show, you have to you have to think outside the construct of betting pre-flop ATS on your favorite sports. Okay so like if you think you're let's take the most extreme example if you think you're going to be successful long term betting preflop NFL against the spread sorry with the exception of Leg a Las Vegas Chris yeah. who can do it you know just as a as a complete outlier it ain't going to happen um, and by the way he will admit that it'll change from year to year right okay so the point is is that you have to be so honed in specifically on what works for you and have the humility to admit to yourself all the things that don't. And even the things that do work for you, you are up against any number of hurdles, whether it's, as you point out, the, the ever shrinking amount of options, places yep. to bet. Yep. Sometimes even when you do win, there's a little conflict. Sure. Let's point that out. Some of us might have had that. Um, and so, and I'm just, those are, I'm just riffing off the top of my you head. You
1: have to have the DraftKings and Vandals yes. of the world and those other small sports books in the different jurisdictions. It's the reason why I leave town. Yes, I am, I'm going to tell you, for 25 years, I paid taxes on sports win. Absolutely, for the last 25 years. Um, I have to, to justify my lifestyle, my income, and my credit card bills that I pay off every month. So, um, it, but but without other places to bet, it would be real tough back when there was Leroy's lucky's Calneva, yes. and and the, the the plethora of sports books we had in town here. Yes. I could stay in town here and I can easily, by, by the way, pretty easily make a living um, betting, but um, that's not the case anymore. Granted, because if you hit a place like Circa first, other p- places move on air. I could, you could pick, you could literally go blind and pick a, uh, with your finger a game, and I can bet that game. And bang, I'll show you where it'll move off of two bets. I'll make the whole screen move. I'll, I'll move the entire screen on a college basketball game a full point just betting. So it's that's how tough it is to bet and go undercover and maybe let them not let them not know it's a Bill Krakenberger or trust me, they're much sharper people than me. I'm not saying that, but uh, they'll just bet off of my information. They'll just move off my information. So. Um, what I'm saying is I need places like that in order to make a living. I need places like the, the other sports books and especially the DraftKings, who I've done very well with in the past year. And they've had, thank God they let me still bet.
2: Well, and it's also, and it's also the fact that there's a reason why we do live betting shows, right? Sometimes live betting is the best way to go. Some, so, so, the, the reason that we're – listen, the reason that I started a podcast on this subject so many years ago, over a decade ago, is because I'm fascinated by everything. We grew up in it. we It's steeped in our culture. It's in our DNA that all we care about, people like you and I, is sports betting. And and you need – like, if you really if, – if it's entertainment, that's a different story, right? If it's entertainment, you're here, you go, hey, I've got $400 to Absolutely. blow. Absolutely. Different story. Different story. And, you know, have at it. But if you're told to your question, how many people are long-term actual winners with the confining parameters that we gave, right? You're not allowed, not talking about having multiple outs, like you know, you don't have a Billy Walters network or anything yes. close to that, yep. right? Um yeah, you have you it is a constant shell game of trying to figure out the route to success. And if you are not vigilant and thinking at all times and 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 shopping, and all of the above. Like, it's such a, and that's why, That's why. by the way, again, and there's always gonna be some who complain, hey, why don't you give college basketball picks on your show every day? Well, because that's not what this show's about, right? right? That's right. not what this show's about. This show's about, if you, if you listen long, I'm playing the long game, where if you listen long enough, you will figure out, oh, he does this, and oh, they're talking about that. Oh wait, He's talking about something that most people think is a stupid bet. Oh no! Not everything's a stupid bet that people think are stupid. So I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh,
1: The other day, I I gave an interview to somebody from I think covers. I don't. One of the I don't know. Somebody gave an interview. It's on my Twitter feed. Or it's on it's on Twitter. Um, I, I will give that out too, though. I will talk about the value of numbers, especially this time of the year. Oh yeah. Games fall. This time of the year, the the bookmaker has a really solid number, uh, so so the games fall very close to the numbers. So there are some things that we could talk about, uh, you know, like that too. But it all equals something in the end. I feel, uh, we, even though we have a lot of this, when I come on the show, which is every week, we have an entertainment value part of it, which I like to talk about the old stories and the old school things, but. If you dig down deep enough, if you go to our Twitter feeds and stuff, and uh, you, you talk about numbers all week and analytics all week, w- sometimes we do get into that too. But just today's subject, I oh, yeah. end up talking about how many sharp sports bettors. And you know, let I mean, me tell you something. To take it a step further, that hundred number may be way too high that a hundred people are making a living betting sports. I, I would bet way, under, I think it's way too and, high. And we think that, you know, this is a great, uh, like that, this is such a big thing. Cause you're an every day day. You're amateur in sports betting. And you think, Oh, well you talk about this and that. And there's a lot of people who make a living. Let me tell you, the amount of people who think they make a living Correct. betting sports <laughs> so, so, is amazing. So we'll close it with that
2: because that's the delusion level, right? Yes. That's that's also the or or the people who think they're banned when they're not really banned. Yeah, they think
1: they're banned. That, yeah. That's a good. Yeah, <laughs> you're say. not banned, man. Yeah, you're not banned. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. No, it's, we, it's, uh,
2: it's fascinating. And again, we we did have tons of college basketball picks, and we had tennis picks in the first hour. Buchsa and Buskova. The two tennis picks. are about to uh, start in about 35 minutes. Big dog. $2 dog plus. Let's uh, get that home if we can. Bill, a pleasure and great having you back in studio.
1: And I'll have some stuff. I'm going to be on the road, but I'll have some stuff for you guys for uh, for college basketball, especially that first week of March minutes. That Thursday morning will be a fun show. I'll, at, I'll have some
2: stuff. At Bill Crackman with the K on, Twitter. on the Twitter machine. Uh, the Lombardi line is next. Femi's in and uh, so's Wes. That's good. There you go. That's
0: next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the backseat. Check the back seat. All right, come here.
2: Check the backseat.